Good morning. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Second day of living life as Tim Ferriss. Uh, Tim Ferriss. I actually like Tim Ferriss a lot. I'm, I'm, a, I'm enjoying living like him. I think he's a, I think he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. I mean, I've been listening to his audiobook, and while he definitely does seem like the stereotypical guru in a lot of ways, in the sense that like, if you listen to his early business ventures, it's all him talking about like, I wanted to create something to coach businesses. Like it just seems like being a guru has been his goal from the beginning. So it's a little bit like, uh. but a lot of the advice he gives in the book is actually not bad. I've noticed that like um, I've been listening to, so we've been listening to the four hour work week and um, specifically the section that we've been following is about like reaching out to famous people or reaching out to people who are a lot more successful than you. So that's something we decided to move into this week. And it's been, I mean, we haven't gotten any responses back, but I got to say if you can, you can reach out to people who are much higher clout, I'll say clout uh, just for the hell of it. Uh, then you, if you're not asking them for something, which works for sales too. Cause like I'm basically following my own sales advice. It's just, I'm reaching out for a different kind of sale. Uh, Cause when I, when I talk about sales for follow the hummingbird, I never tried to make a sale on the first call. I always tried to hear out what their problems were. Now the difference was I was talking to people that were either uh, same level as me or just getting started. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the people I were working with had an idea, but they didn't have any expertise to bring their businesses forward. Um, like they didn't know where to start with a business plan. They didn't know where they could look for funding, uh, local pitch competitions. They didn't even know how to write those. They certainly weren't able to put together like any sort of financial literature for their business yeah. to make themselves an appealing investment. So we helped them along the way with that. But I would never reach out and sell them on at the first meeting. I would ask them what their problems were, what their goals were, um, get to know them. And then I would see if I could help them. And if I could, I would ask them if they wanted to get a coffee and hear them out more. And if they couldn't, we would just I don't know. I'd have another connection in New Orleans. And more often than not, uh, I would also, since I did it to so many people, uh, if they had a question that I couldn't answer, I could connect them to someone else I met on LinkedIn. So it's similar advice. And then you just apply it to more famous people. And rather than reaching out to them for business, you're reaching out to them for attention. So we're entering the yeah. attention economy. Essentially, yeah. So there's this really interesting part in his book, The Four Hour Work Week, where he's talking about how he um, he's teaching a class at a college and he gives the students a challenge where it's like, my challenge to you is that you have to uh, reach out to a celebrity or reach out to someone of a very high stature, whether like a president, former president or like a celebrity or whatever, and get any response from them. Like the first year he did it, nobody took him up on the challenge. And then the second year, like six people were able to get responses back. Uh, so it was interesting. It was a lot of like people getting over the hurdle of like not reaching out to people who were more successful than them. And then he outlined like what he does for it, which is like, First, reach out, or you're supposed to find like the most personal way you can to contact them. So, so far, we've been using like Instagram DMs and Twitter and things like that, but also see if we could find emails and stuff. This book was written before social media was as big as it is now. So, that's another thing. Um, so, it was like the first email or the first reach out you do should be like you focusing on what you like about their work and asking them an interesting question. Like just pose one question to them because the idea is that like, if you give them a question, they have something to answer in the next response. Like, cause if your question's like, I don't know, will you come on my podcast or something? Generally it'll be like, I'll ignore it. 
they'll ignore it because they probably get tons of those questions every day. Yeah. But if you ask them, so we've been asking people a combination of like, uh, do you, I, I could pull up our Instagram. Yeah, pull, let's pull, yeah, let's pull up what we've been reaching out to people with. But the idea is that the first message you send to people is supposed to be like, um, you ask them an interesting question. Then if they respond to that question, now a conversation has been opened and they've like accepted your messaging in the first place. So now you have opened the door to more messages. And then after that, um, once you've communicated three times, then it's acceptable to ask them to come onto your podcast. So that's what we're doing right now with a bunch of people. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, do you, I'm are sending you able to share more. the screen or? I could probably share the screen actually. I'm just gonna add one more question real quick because it's a good one. Then I'll I'll share. I'll, I'll pull up. Is there's a chance it'll slow down my computer, but it'll be easier to see. People are gonna see our DMs. Oh wait, no, I'm not logged in on my computer. I'm logged in on my personal one, so people are gonna slide into my DMs. I'll just show on my phone. Okay. Uh, Define personifying emotions builds a stronger relationship with them. So I just had to. I, I was reaching. So the last two messages I sent were actually to NF because he just released a mixtape. And I, I sent him too. I asked, is it important for poets to train in visual art to maximize their creativity? And do you find personifying your, your emotions builds a stronger relationship with them? I also tagged him in one of our stories with chess because I'm on a major hot streak right now. I'm currently- I love it. Past, That's like, brilliant. Week. By the way, you're really good at social media, which I knew because you run my social media for my business. Oh, I, I just like, hate it. I know how to do it. I just hate it. <laughs> Well, you. See, I, I hope you're not hating it too much because you're doing a really good job at ours. It's so easy with ours because we have this long form content and we're following that Gary V method of chopping up our long form content. And then we, you're also really open to sitting down and having business conversations. So oh, yeah, it makes whatever. it a lot easier. We yeah. have that um, in seven habits of highly creative people. We have that synergy. That, that's yeah, just I got the synergy. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I reached out to Kevin Hart and I asked, do you think comedy is the ultimate equalizer? Uh, Daily Stoic, I asked, is Stoicism the answer or the first question? Uh, I'll, I'll find Keemstar, because we had, or not Keemstar, I'll find uh, Ethan Klein, because we had a really good Ethan Klein one. We did, yes. The question we asked him was really good. Ethan Klein was, do you think influencers are like cryptocurrency and sh uh, and you should buy on the dip, sponsor at their low points? That's such a good question. <laughs> I'm so glad we asked him that. Um. I didn't ask Greg Sestero a question. I just said I'm reading the Disaster Artist and you're and it's fucking incredible. I'm hoping he likes flattery. Probably. Oh Who no! Doesn't? I need to delete this. I I, I didn't ask Dan Locke and I'll leave it. I I invite. Yeah. I, well, I, you know, fuck Dan. I just invited. I just invited him on our podcast. I didn't actually ask him an interesting That's question. That's okay. Dan Locke is is hard selling every second of every day, so he's not going to be offended. I, I reached out to Tim Ferriss and I didn't actually ask him a question. I just mentioned that I did not expect to enjoy chili for breakfast as much as I did. <laughs> uh, with Ben Shapiro, I asked if social media is able to connect the entire world instantaneously. Why does it create so many echo chambers? That's such a good question for him. I love it. I hope some of these people answer these questions because I feel like we came up with really good questions last night. Oh, and then Joe and then Joe Rogan. I didn't ask a question. I just said my co-host is obsessed with the elk meat because of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Reddit is r slash your morning guru. I've actually been adding them as we've been talking into all of our older videos, our Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. Um, but uh, once we're off the stream, I'll add it to the stream as well. 
I'll just start can't... adding when I set up the new streams. I'll start adding all the social media links into them. I meant to do it for this stream this morning, but then I got in with Chewy and made coffee, and then it was time to go live. So I was like, oh wow. Oops. Yeah, I'll just I'll just quickly message you on Facebook our the three hyper links to our social medias. Awesome. Yeah, so you can just copy and paste. So y'all, this is our subreddit. Which future gurus? Oh, I'm looking forward to, to living as Gary. Yeah, Gary. we're trying we're really trying to grow our Reddit right now because I think Reddit's gonna be the most fun for building a community. Oh, we have 19 Reddit members. That's so exciting. And we haven't even started posting porn oh, yet. Oh wait, I haven't even joined. Now we have 20. <laughs> Dude, that's insane without a single foot pick. No feet. We should start posting our feet pics. We y'all, we're gonna we're gonna post feet pics when we hit hundred. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and then we'll slowly raise it. Then it'll go up to shin and then knee and then thigh, and then we're gonna skip that area and go to tummy. <laughs> I think that uh one thing we've talked about doing on the subreddit is that like so if you guys remember last Friday when we were doing Joe Rogan week, we had just kind of like a fun chill Friday stream. We had multiple people come on. Anyone could just kind of do whatever they want. So I was thinking, what if we posted, we just posted the link to join the stream on the subreddit on Friday morning. And then whoever joins it, joins it. First come, first serve. First you gotta join serve. the subreddit to do it. We could be, we'll get up to, we could get up to eight people could, could come onto the stream. Before hey, you could kick me off. <laughs> we, 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 you can vote a co-host off, so I'm okay getting voted off, and it could just be nine people and savvy, and I just, I don't know. Yeah, so I think we'll do that. I think we'll just post the link to Friday's stream on Friday morning, and if you want to come in the come on camera or come on audio and just chill with us on Friday, then you can just click that link and enter. First eight people that do it get on the stream. I think we'll yeah. do that. It's a fantastic prize. Also, wait, uh, refresh. I want to see if we if uh, we're over twenty now because Kitty said that they joined. Excellent. Let's see. And then we can talk more about Tim Ferriss. And I'm loving the Disaster Artist. I'm so close to finishing. Dude, I can't wait to talk to you about that. We're book. up to twenty two since we started talking. Twenty two Reddit members. Yes. Oh I love shit. This. I forgot to add. Also, so we're gonna have to go through and do it. We also have a TikTok. We do, we do, dude. We're killing it on TikTok, which is wild because I am terrible at TikTok. TikTok's uh, so easy because you just add, you you cut up your long form content and you make short yeah. form content, and then you find like the top trending sounds and you add them, and then you put it down to like a really low volume so it doesn't overpower your video. Oh, that's what I've been doing wrong because I made my TikTok like my personal TikTok. I made basically as a clips channel for my YouTube channel, so I just take like clips of like funny instances from my videos and I put them on my TikTok, but they don't really get many views. But what I should be doing is taking popular like background sounds and just putting them underneath. Yep. Deb, lower, lower the, uh, I had no idea. Sound. lower the, I didn't know that, that helped. That's amazing. Well, cause TikTok is, it's the only social media that sounds trend on like hashtags don't really matter as nearly as much as sound. Sounds trend. I had yeah. no idea. That's why, that's why musicians have been blowing up on TikTok. That's amazing. Yeah, it's a really, it's a really cool thought. Um, Aw, Panda, it's r slash your morning guru. So it's reddit.com r slash your morning guru or whatever. I don't know. Uh, but it's, it's your morning guru on Reddit, r slash your morning guru. Um, your morning guru on TikTok, your morning guru on Twitter, your morning guru on Instagram. Uh, no one had this name. So it's Dude, really- we've got 900 views on one of our TikToks. That's amazing. Yeah, it was the, um, it, it was the one where it was, um, ah, shit, what was it? Oh yeah, it was the. It's better to take 
it was the it's better to take responsibility for everything than to take responsibility for nothing because it's like that yeah it's like yes man where you don't you don't do it forever but it's a good starting point dude look at those numbers on these videos that's incredible you haven't posted a shirtless one yet i'm actually a little nervous to post a shirtless one because our community is really nice and then once i go on tiktok you're i'm gonna get some person who's gonna be like shut up you hairy shirtless yeti <laughs> i mean i think people on tiktok will be nice too that's true. Ethan Klein has a presence on TikTok. Oh, does he? I don't follow him. I should follow him. Anyway, we got a TikTok, y'all. Yeah, we um, do. Awesome. So in a little bit, guys, I see Gail's in the chat. In a little bit, Gail's going to be on the stream with us because she has a song to share with us, which is going to be awesome. Um, but before that, I wanted to... Are, are you good if I read... Oh, Gail's here right now. Never mind. We'll bring Gail on right now. And then you can read. <laughs> well, I was going to read. Uh, Janelle wrote an article about us, so I was going to read it to we everyone. We should show Janelle some love. Janelle's article is fantastic. Yeah, hold up. I'm going to read Janelle's article. So Janelle. We um, could be in the presence of Gail while you sh praise Janelle. Praising absolutely. Us. Hey, Gail, what's up? Oh, hello. Good morning. <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, hi, Mark. Yeah, no oh, problem. here. Cher wants to know from Gail, where can we find the dog song online? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so, uh, it's the music videos on my YouTube channel, and you can also buy it on my Bandcamp, um, as well as stream it on Spotify and all the things. Um, but yeah. I'm just going to quickly add it to our story. Hi, hey, Cher. Here's Sparkled Bar Sparkle Bard Gail dog song and now i'm just going to quickly add music because for those of you who don't know which i don't know i hope that y'all know it but if you don't know you can add music to your stories the right there you can add music to your instagram stories uh-huh i do that what? all the time for us and, and artists get uh like you do get like a little bit of royalties gail oh, Gail, is there a way to turn up your, a few people are commenting that your audio is really low do you have a way you can turn it yeah, up maybe i i definitely do here. Sounds better already. Yes, yeah. perfect. No, I was recording with my my big clunky mic that it, I turned down for last night, and this always happens because I use this interface for so many things, and then I'm like, oh, oh wait, no. <laughs> Fantastic. So, anyway. And voila, there is a cool story where you get to shout out people. You include a measuring bar with a dog, and you include the dog song. Wait, so how do you how do you get the song? Okay, sorry guys. Why am I so bad at technology? How do you get the song on your? You, okay. We're gonna do an Instagram tutorial, y'all. This is gonna be fantastic. One of these days, I'm going to show you how you can um, how how y'all, if you want to grow a fake Instagram account with like a bunch of fake followers and a bunch of fake engagement, how you can do that for the cost of just one fake account. Because uh, there are plenty of ways to game the system and do it. Uh, I don't recommend it unless you are just trying to make um, a product account or like a themed account that you're trying to then sell to another business. It's a shady business practice, but you can do yeah, it. And I make have money. no interest in making a fake Instagram. I just want to learn how to add music to my story. I'm just, it's just an example of like why you don't necessarily trust people on YouTube who are like this one trick helped me blow up my Instagram because more likely than not, they're using sites like AdMeFast or shit like that, where you can like, it's one of those sites where you accumulate points and then you oh, can apply. Oh yeah, I never trust those, those people, points. yeah. Oh wait, there's the music button. <gasps> yeah, okay, I was going to do it. So you go to, you go to stories 
and you go, I'm just gonna do create real quick. So the top button up the, up, oh, y'all Wait, under the for right. you button, most of it is Gale. This button right here, you wanna yeah. click that smiley button. Yeah. So you click that, whoops. <laughs> so you click that, and you get all these options. Yeah. And there is a music option. Yeah, I never saw the music option before now for some reason, but I guess I was just not looking for it. But now, okay. Y'all are amazing. <laughs> okay, but y'all, okay. Maybe it's just because Gail is someone that I follow. But when I look at the For You tab on the, the Instagram music suggestions, like most of it is Gail. Oh my God. <laughs> on your account or on the Your um, Morning Guru? On my account, I'm not logged into. You've never given me the password to your morning. I've sent you the password at least three times, and it's the same password. Oh wait, is it the same password we use for everything? Well, they they all have slight changes, but I feel like I've sent you every single update too. I'll oh, we'll send you? them to you. Real quick. Oh, never mind. Maybe I missed it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Either but, way, yeah, it's mostly it's mostly Gale, and then there's a lot of Graydon Square, which makes sense because I also, you know, follow him. Yeah, ours on Your Morning Guru is Pharrell Williams, NF, Gale, Graydon Square, and Bob Marley. That's fun. That all makes perfect sense. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, I'm going to start adding music to my Instagram stories now that I know that that's the thing you can do. That's amazing. Yeah, it's tag so the artists. Yeah, it, and I'll it, tag the artists. It's so much fun, and then you'll like see it come up in your back end on your, through your distributor, and it's like, oh... Oh, I got some Instagram pennies. Yes. <laughs> Your morning guru is feeding Gail pennies, but still pennies. <laughs> but still feeding all the same. You're, 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 like, you're a part of the magic. <laughs> you're the Trevi fountain. We're just throwing our change at you. <laughs> change for dogs. Anyway. <laughs> Y'all, if you like a musician, throw a penny at him. Yes, that's. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I could write a jingle on that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and then the, the music video would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. That's going on the list. Um, yeah, so thank you guys for having me back on. Absolutely. Um, this is great. Um, yeah, so I was telling Savvy uh, that I... So I wrote a song called Bright Side that is uh, basically around like January, I went down a rabbit hole that included a lot of Savvy's content and a lot of other content. And I basically deconstructed myself from uh, the more toxic aspects of woo-woo culture. <laughs> like, yeah. and uh, and it was, it was, I mean, like I'm a, I've already like, I'm, a, I'm an optimist, but I'm also like, please show me your receipts. Um, yes. <laughs> And so this song is is uh, sort of a function of that. Um, and yeah, and I decided that, so Friday is Bandcamp Friday, which by the way, shameless plug, if you know musicians in your life, every Friday Bandcamp waives its share of the fees oh. uh, so that artists get like more, uh, they get you like more money goes directly to your favorite artists. And they've been doing that every, uh, the first Friday of every month uh, for all of quarantine. And uh, some people have taken to releasing songs on Bandcamp Friday, and I hadn't gotten on that train before. But then I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this, this is the thing. Um, <laughs> so that's, so it'll be coming out then. Um, but yeah, I- Y'all right here is the link to find Gail's Bandcamp page if you want to check out some of her music and support her this Friday. 
Yeah. Look you at gotta how, get down on Look at how cute the dog song cover is. I it really is. And that's and that's also my cousin's dog. <laughs> like that's my cousin's dog Peanut. Um looks like a peanut. Yes. Uh, I had the dog song stuck in my head while I was walking Chewy this morning. Just oh thinking goodness. about dogs. It was great. Um <laughs> the dog today. Yes. Yeah. I I Oh man, that one that one's got legs. Um, we so, just got copyright struck all from me just singing for two seconds. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing is that uh, the I think what will happen is that YouTube will just be like, I'm just going to give Gail some pennies. Um, yeah. so. Feed Gail pennies. <laughs> Feed That's me the name pennies. Of the stream. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But yeah, I can sing this this song for you. Absolutely. Let me highlight you as the big person on the screen. Cool. And I'm there gonna you are. Make sure. Yay, I'm, I'm the big person. Yay. Um, cool. I'm going to real quick make sure my levels are where they need to be because things shift and change. Uh, we're like Saturday Live. <laughs> Bringing on musical guests. I know. Um, one, I'm going to sing over this and just let me know that this is cool. So, I'm generally a joyful person and I'm doing my sound check right now, not singing the song. Is that good? That yes, that is cool. good. Can you hear me? Sorry, Chewie yeah. was barking, and I don't want him to bark over your song, so I muted myself. <laughs> All right, here we go. For realsies, this is Bright Side. Sometimes we create conspiracies. 
it's not okay to say things like you're poor because you aren't putting out enough positive vibes you can literally attract money with your mind this one time i wished really hard for two hundred dollars and then i found two hundred dollars on the sidewalk so you just need to keep vibing high hun and it'll all work out but it's okay to look on the bright side. And listen, I love a good fairy tale. I was raised on Disney movies too. And I think that life has a funny way of telling you what is true. And absolutely follow your dreams. But it's all about the actions you take. Have grand visions, but look at the data Ground yourself in the science and what's real and what's fake. And it's okay to look on the bright side. It's also okay to be sad. And it's okay to acknowledge your feelings. And it's okay to be mad. But it's not okay to tell people that who have cancer that their cancer is the result of their negative thoughts and if they just think positively they'll be cured. People with cancer can feel whatever feelings they need to feel to process the fact that they have fucking cancer. And Okay, so like I read The Secret y'all and this is part also part of how this song happened and like this 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 shit made me want to throw my book against the wall, but it didn't cuz it was on my iPad. But oh my god. <laughs> I hate it so much. But it's okay to look on the bright side. And it's okay to look on the bright side. It's okay to be sad. And it's okay to acknowledge your feelings. And it's okay to be mad. But it's not okay to say a bunch of problematic pseudoscientific prosperity gospel victim blamey stuff that doesn't actually acknowledge white privilege and other situational factors or really any data or anything like based in facts. But it's okay to look on the bright side. Do what you gotta do. But you don't have so much that's gonna be stuck in my head all day and i just while you were i just thought of so many things to talk to you about while we were while you were singing oh, yeah. it was that was amazing i think it was just such like a combination of just like you know pretty pretty music but also like your sense of humor really came through there uh and just like all your commentary was great i think there's a song uh, let's let's look at the comments actually a lot of people in the chat really love the song so Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I also did not want to leave to get coffee while you were playing because it was that good. So I'm going to take this opportunity now to read the comments to go leave and get coffee. Absolutely. <laughs> go get some coffee. <laughs> we'll, we will read the comments real quick. Um, Bohab said, oh, I'm digging this. And that was at the beginning of the song. 
Marie loved when you said good vibes and you changed your voice for that. I like that too. That was funny. Cher can relate to the song. Ileana says, I love it. Aw, Panda says you have a pretty voice, which Aww. is true. You have a beautiful voice. Aww, Panda. <laughs> Cher says, I find in reality I'm most productive when I'm totally pissed off. Anger is a powerful energy. I think that's true. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Um, Harley says, love the chorus. It's going to be stuck in my head now. It's so catchy. <laughs> Getting lots of thumbs up from Joseph. Um, Amanda says, this is so, so good. Um, Kelly says, wow, so great. Let's see. Oh, everyone, everyone's oh loving God. it. Yes. Look, all I know is songs that are called Bright Side and Blue Sky go really far. <laughs> so you're going to be great. <laughs> So my question I was going to ask you is the, the there's a book called Bright Sided. Yes. Right. Have you read that book? Um, I did. And actually, like, I wrote this song like the day I got Bright Sided from the library. But I had it. I'd watched your review of it. Oh, OK. And, like, but I had not been bright sided yet. Uh, but then, but then, like, as I cracked it open and, like, it did start, like, talking about, like, uh, people's, you know, her, her experience with positivity and cancer and stuff like that, I was just like, oh, Yeah, because the section you had about, like, positive thinking and cancer really reminded me of the chapter in that book yeah. where she's talking about how, uh, so if you guys don't know, there's a book called Bright Sided out there. It's, uh, mm -hmm. I did a review of it, and it's uh, a book about, like, toxic positivity and how it, like, infiltrated all elements of American culture, especially like in the corporate world and in the, the medical world, just like how the positive thinking movement, it's, it looks like like 200 years of history of it. It's really interesting. Mm -hmm. But in this book, she talks about like in her own experience, she had cancer and like she couldn't find any like support groups or support systems mm -hmm. because she just wasn't really a positive thinking person. And everyone that she would post like having cancer sucks I'm really angry because having cancer is the worst, like in a forum and people would reply and be like, well, Oh no, you just froze on me. Hopefully I'm okay. Yeah. You're still here. It's Savvy's internet. Um, okay. <laughs> it, a really unfortunate timing too, because I feel like she was getting to the, uh, the, the climax of her story. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Savvy knows how to build anticipation by, by having really shitty internet in the morning, I guess. And my coffee is done. So, Gail, this is your stream for approximately 17 seconds. Oh, my goodness. Okay, great. I'm just going to hang out and wait. Uh, this is my hold music. That, that was fantastic. Yes. You're, you're, you're much better at filibustering than I am. Um, okay, so let's talk about, since it's now just you and me, let's talk about musical theater background and music. Yeah. Because I do feel like that you have an incredibly unique background with music, specifically among, like, I feel like a lot of, and this is just going to be me generalizing, but I feel like a lot of the, uh, the, the, be the not the best, the um, most successful musicians, mainstream musicians on the planet today aren't traditionally trained. Uh, they find their background, they train along the way, they learn as they go, but they find the attention first and they connect with their audience through uh, th through through emotions. Well, so what was it like building up the technical skills first and now are, are we sort of finding your way into music with the technical skills? So um, where I, it's interesting because I did actually um, 
so I studied I studied theater, but then I I didn't actually I don't have a music degree. Um, okay. <laughs> but I taught myself how to improvise in college as sort of off of like the piano lessons I took growing up, and like I, I did I did you know training all growing up through high school basically. Um, but um, what I learned from from teaching myself how to improvise and, and improvising as a way of like I am in my twenties and I have feelings, blah, 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 um, is that when I plugged into the theater scene, it was easy for me to respond in the moment as a through my actor brain with the piano part. Okay. Um, so that's that's sort of been my my journey. Um, it. And I've I've worked with uh, different uh, I studied with different teachers specifically on improvising for um, for for improv groups and musical improv and stuff like that. So my technical training has been in the world of sketch and improv, where you learn how to just like make a choice in the moment and go and you know and go back and forth and like. Um, yeah, and and actors will pitch things to you and be like, I think it sounds like this, and I think it sounds like this, but you know, but oh, actually, it needs more of this, and 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 being able to communicate with people who might not have the musical expertise in order to, um, in order to uh, like 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 ba basically being able to speak non-musician and then translate it and all that stuff. So that's those are those are my areas of of expertise. So you're trained in a different creative background which always brings me back to that chuck Palahniuk interview with joe rogan because he talks about the importance of specifically writers mm -hmm. to uh develop their visual art skills uh because he thinks that creativity uh, obviously we have that left brain right brain discussion of it's important to develop uh both sides of the brain to become a well-balanced individual but what gets lost in that is when if you identify as a creative person, there are many layers to being creative and there are many different ways to process creativity. You can be a numerically creative person, you can be a rather linear creative person, or you can be a, an instantaneous creative person who has to have an image filled with um, filled with instant um, emotions um, and different layers of, of visual cues, which is completely different than writing a, a book or a script and completely different than writing music. So you have a background in stage, mm -hmm. And how, and so I guess the emotional aspects of being a trained actor mm -hmm. and the performance aspects of being a trained actor, how has that given you an edge now in music? Um, you mentioned adaptability before. I did hear that. I didn't just completely ignore your previous answer. I just wanted yeah. you to build on it. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> um, I think a lot of it is, well, first of all, vocally, I can't turn this off. Like, people are like, you have a musical theater sound. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> my my diction is very strong and I want you to hear all the words that I say and I use emotion. Oops. <laughs> like <laughs> I like that. It makes talking to you just a very like energetic experience the whole way through. I love I love all of it. It's so fun. Yeah. Uh th thank you. And like um but what people have told me is that I my music does like create like have a world around it like there is like i think because i've done so much live underscore and have developed that intuitive sense of of building worlds with the piano that when i when i apply it to my songwriting it also appears that way so a world like a continued story like yeah, you're like you're, the, you're building a universe yeah like the the universe in the, of the feelings <laughs> 
the universe that's, of that's... cute dogs and um, being realistic about your expectations, except if the expectations are dogs, because you can never expect too much of a dog. Dogs are always going to exceed your <laughs> cuteness expectations. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and other things. I mean, the, the, the album is its, it, its own journey. But, um, but yeah. Uh, is the Sadie... protagonist the same in every song? Um, so... Yeah, okay, so my, my first, right now my songs are Gail singing about her feelings, but okay. I do have songs that, um, I don't think anything I, I'm released is, released is like particularly like um, in its own, like a lot of them are all like separate sides of self or me at different points in my life. Um, my album Power of the Unnamed Passion is a Good concept. title. Yes, uh, is a concept album about uh, the like three or three or four years after my mom passed and all of the feelings that I went through there. And some of those feelings were, oh, my God, it's a dog. I'm not sad anymore. But uh, but but yeah, that's that the, the arc of the album is me in all these different uh, points on that journey. Um, so, yeah. Last question, else I promise I won't hog it anymore, Sabs. Um, <laughs> no, you're good. I love you. I love really good this. questions. I love no, you. Questions. Ask amazing questions. Thank you. Um, you know, you, you, when you talk a lot, I guess you're bound to have a couple. Um, but you you mentioned arc, and I guess I was curious as far as music is concerned. Savvy and I both write books, so we're very mm -hmm. familiar with more linear arcs, built like following a pretty simple plot. Sometimes they sometimes they're cyclical. Um, but I guess with music, is it entering a different plane? Like, is 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 arc even? Uh, what we're used to with basic storytelling or as far as a story arc and music, is it, is it like a spiral staircase? Is it a um, different shape altogether? So it's interesting. There's an arc within the song itself um, and the story you're telling within that three minutes. And then there's the arc that you're telling with when you connect it all together. And like there's, and you can make, I, I like, I like listening to albums all the way through. And when I worked on my album, it was like, okay, I want to make sure that there's this this clear story and going from this, you know, from this balance of like, like the, the beginning of the album is like, everything's falling apart and I'm perfectly fine. She's not fine. And then, the gift of the dog. Yes. <laughs> and this is fine. With the <laughs> exactly. And then, and then the second half of the album is like, oh no, I need to fix some things and cut out some toxic people and like really ground myself. And then by the end of the album, it's a little bit more grounded and like being like, there's a lot more like everything is, and that's, is what it is, you know, it's fine. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but that's the, this is the, fine. This is fine. Um, I have that on a mask actually too. <laughs> It doesn't fit me well, otherwise I'd wear it all the time. Anyway, but then within a song, I mean, basic structure is, um, I mean, the classic uh, structure within a song is, um, so you would have, like, the the first verse that's like, here are some core beats, here's where we are, here's what's generally happening, here's our chorus, that's the thesis of the song, uh, here's the next verse, here's a little bit more supporting detail, here's the chorus, chorus that's the thesis of the song. And then the bridge... Um, in musical improv, we might talk about it being either a, a yes and or a no but, but it is basically um, expanding on that theme. If you're doing a comedy song, the bridge is where you're just where you just like like take the game that is being played or the reoccurring theme or the, the reoccurring joke and then you just like 
amp it up and you do a bunch of stupid stuff with it. Um, stupid is a term of endearment in comedy. Uh, but you do a bunch of goofy stuff with it and then um, and then you come back to the chorus. Or it can be like a but what if. Or it can be like a I'm going to solve all the problems in this bridge. Uh, which I went through. I went through a phase where I I half-heartedly listen to Christian rock so I can argue, I have theological debates with it. Um, but uh, there, but if you listen to the bridge of like of, of any like Christian rock song, the bridge is always like, and then we found Jesus. Like, <laughs> like it's like we solved all your problems, uh, and then and then you end the story uh, with the with the final chorus. So that's like a general structural arc. Um, and sometimes there's a bridge, or sometimes there's um. There's like at about the two and a half minute mark, you're supposed to um, you're you want to give the audience something new to listen to. So that's a general rule of thumb. That's fascinating because you're describing a bit of a formula, but you're also classically trained in in um, I don't know what was it, improvisation. Yeah. So, so, so your entire style is finding a formula and then improvising it. Yeah, then that's the thing about improv is that like we rehearse, we rehearse forms, we rehearse structures. And I know it's, it's sometimes it's like, oh, you have improv rehearsal? It's like, yes. <laughs> I'm training to be spontaneous, people. <laughs> yes, because you, because you, you learn um, different structures and different forms and different ways to play within that world. Um, so yeah. That's, I mean, that makes sense to me. If you, if you want to be good at something, even if it's being good at random, you got to train for it, which is why Savvy needs to train to be immortal and I need to train to find heaven. That's right. Those are all good goals. Yeah, so, well, that's the thing. Tim Ferriss uh, emphasizes the importance of setting impossible goals. He says, mm -hmm. don't just set, like, hard goals. Set impossible goals. Mm -hmm. So, I guess, and I mean, it's kind of like what Grant Cardone says with the 10x rule, right? If you set mm -hmm. the goal too high and you fall short of the goal that's too high, you still accomplish more. Now, mm -hmm. my impossible goal is to be immortal. But I if you have to be 800, you're good. <laughs> Right. If I live to be 800, I'd rather fall short of it that way than fall short. Although I don't think I'm doing a good job of like keeping myself healthy to achieve that when uh, I'm probably have the most unhealthy habits of most people. So maybe You're just I'm training not. your body. Just I'm just making it building up its immunity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Savvy, what were you saying before you got cut off? Oh, <laughs> go back to that. Ouch! There's no cutoffs. It's improvisation. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> For the moment, let us I, other places. Well, Let's no. Go back if I cut off. I thought she meant when my internet died. I don't think yes. it was targeted at you. It was. Uh, it was targeted. It was targeted. At the internet. Oh no! I was talking I about the internet. <laughs> I was not oh, being throwing shit. I was just talking day. about, I think I was comparing your your song to the story in the book Bright Sided about how she couldn't find uh, any cancer support groups because everybody kept being like, if you're going to be so negative about your cancer, it's never going to go away. You need to keep yourself positive because otherwise you're not going to get through it and just stuff like that. Like there was no proof for that or anything. And yeah. Yeah, so I just had wanted to know your thoughts on that book and also I guess on like The Secret, just like all of those all of those books about, you know, manifesting with your mind and positive thinking and like I I will say that 
I, I don't think that positive thinking is all bad, right? Like no. you said, it's okay to look on the bright side. Yeah. And I, I'm a pretty positive person. I am, you know, pretty excited about most things in life. And I do think there is value to finding passion in things and, you know, visualizing things so that you can put yourself in the mindset mm. of confidence for them. I think there's value in that. But I think that, you know, I'll, like anything can be taken too far. And I feel like a lot of positive thinking movements have been taken too far. Yeah. So I guess I kind of wanted to know your thoughts on all of that. And I guess the inspirations from where all this came from and everything. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I sort of cite a lot of the stuff in, in, in the song, but my philosophy is um, so I will, I do think there is merit in, in visualizing and like knowing, of course, like knowing what your goals are, knowing what direction you're going in. But I think, and I, and I do think like things can be straight up witchy sometimes. And I, and I think that's really cool. Um, but I view it, um, as, as far as manifesting and law of attraction goes, it's not dear universe, give me a pony. And then if you don't get a pony, you're a terrible person. Right. It's, it's, you, it's like you're doing improv with life. It's like, I, here's my initiation. What is it giving me back? And sometimes it's like, oh yeah, we're vibing. We're making things happening. You know, life is, life is a good improv partner. Yay. And sometimes it's like, oh boy, this is not a good night. <laughs> you know, <laughs> none of these scenes are working the way that we wanted to, but we did other scenes and that's great too, you know? Um, so that's sort of how I feel about flow and things. Um, and as far as my relationship with toxic positivity and whatnot goes, um, so um, I... So a lot of a lot of the what inspired the song is um, so I am a Unitarian Universalist, uh, which is a faith where everybody has their own free and responsible search for truth and meaning, which is great. But it also means you just sort of read a lot of books and are confused sometimes. Um, and <laughs> and I am uh, and uh, and uh, my mom uh and so, and some of this is also inspired by conversations I had with my mom. My mom was more of like a like a um, atheist uh, humanist uh, like flavored Unitarian, and so she was always like, "Okay, like I need to see the science. I need to see the hard facts." And um, the bit about the that cancer rant is definitely a little bit of like taking a conversation that I had with mom because there was one time where. There was a woman who was of the more woo-woo persuasion with like crystals and things like one of those people who had started attending her church and was coming at her with like, you know, like the, the good vibes kind of energy about her cancer. And mom yeah. and I spent a good like we I was home for Christmas and mom and I spent a good chunk of that time home. Uh, chit talking this woman and yeah, to a lot for of good Tim reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then we just like we just went down a Tim Minchin rabbit hole, and like yeah. it was it was very lovely. Um, Tim Minchin's a a singer songwriter who's definitely more atheist flavored in his comedy songs. Um, but yeah, like and that and I I think I still I think that's why that passage in the secret and in and in bright sided uh, yeah bright sided like hit me so much because I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Like, um, and, and, and I feel like with my relationship with toxic positivity, sometimes, 
sometimes wanting things to be perfect and wanting things and wanting to think positively and stuff like that, you can just completely deny like all of the like stuff that actually needs to be addressed. And then when you realize that there's a bunch of stuff you're not acknowledging, it's a whole freaking trip. And um and I mean that can be in like relationships or in um uh like work situations or whatever like the you know and toxic positive like toxic positivity when when you are just flat out like denying some like core aspects is like so dangerous um and it's something that I've that I've recognized in in my life so and sort of my journey over the past few years as being like Oh, it's okay to have like opinions about stuff that <laughs> that uh, is not the same as other people's. What? <laughs> you know? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my rant, <laughs> and it's a good rant. Um, yes. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to the sort of core. <sighs> not I'll be right back because I know you have a good question coming, and I need my chili, so I'll be back. <laughs> Not so. I'm just gonna say it goes back to the core I ideology of, I guess, what creates a guru is you you find a truth. In this case, mm -hmm. perspective can improve your life, um, and you completely pervert it by making a hyperbole out of it. So, a uh, positive mindset can make you an overall happier person. Is an acorn of truth. A positive mindset can cure all of your problems and deliver you physical rewards. Is a hyperbolized piece of fiction um that they just completely mess with so i i definitely see that as a uh, an ongoing trend in the guru realm and uh it's a, it, it definitely creates a bit of a fallacy where it's like if you if you if you deny this one basic truth that our entire guiding principle is based on then how could you possibly deny this exaggerated version of it and you're the problem and you're clearly not thinking straight and it, it creates this really bizarre mindset also to touch on your point of when you said you weren't throwing shade at me. I know, but I definitely think it creates a good tagline of throw pennies, not shade. Throw <laughs> pennies at your favorite artists, not shade. Throw pennies. Throw pennies. Y'all like Gail, throw her your two cents, literally. Reach in your pocket, pick out two pennies, and just whip them. <laughs> or go to band camp and pay what you want. <laughs> yes, Bohab, people do brainwash themselves for the good and bad, which is why we have the girl wash your brain mug. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, and it's, and it's, it was interesting writing this because like I'm, I am in like a bunch of like a couple different, uh, musician mindset communities and, um, all, and like I, I, I am the sort of person who like, I will read self-help books. I'm like trying to get an A in being human. Like I have that in me, <laughs> you know, um, and, uh, and so part of the journey with this song has, has been like, okay, but here's my line. Here's my line, <laughs> you know, and um, and I don't think I don't necessarily think any of the content I'm interacting with right now is like that, but it is making me a lot more aware of like what what are people what are people saying when they're being encouraging and like are are they being mindful of, you know, these different levels and like. You know, maybe you manifested it and maybe it's white privilege, like, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. I, well, have, have you have you tried manifesting a pony? 
I haven't tried manifesting a pony, so maybe I could. <laughs> I mean, I mean, don't knock until you try it. I'm I, happy. I, I found the secret and uh, bright side at my library, so I just added them to my shelf. So those nice. are going to be mine. Well, the secret has a long waiting list. Yeah, I, I guess it's a pretty popular book. I read it on Scribd on my iPad. That's what I did. I got Libby. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that Libby life as well. It's good. It's good. A little um, LLC. Yeah. Libby Library. Yeah. Concentrate. I don't know. <laughs> but but and and sometimes legitimately things like do work out magically. Like there there are sometimes where it's just like it, it, and and some of it is like okay I'm putting out there like I want this you know. I'm looking for like to work with these kind of people or like starting to receive like uh, clients that are like so on brand that you're just like, okay, okay, great. Here we are. We're doing the thing. Um, like, uh, like uh, I'll, I'll shout out to, to Jordan. Like when I posted in Savvy's group and I was like, Hey, here, you know, here are the things I do. I do custom songs. And then Jordan's like, Hey, I have a custom song for my wedding and also a custom song for, or also I want a theme song for my space themed podcast. And I'm like, what? Okay, exactly. Um, so, so that was magic. Like that was, that was one of those moments where I was like, okay, cool. That's in alignment. That's wonderful. Like I do think, I do think things can be in alignment. And I think the more you know the kind of stuff you want to do and the people you resonate with, the more you'll like seek them out. And some of that is just like, you know what to look for. Um, oh, absolutely. People are yeah. making it very easy on their social media profiles for me to tell if I want to align with them or not uh, in a joking way, because <laughs> I don't actually mean this, but I'm going to continue with the joke anyway. I can tell that. So, so pr pronouns, fine. Have those on your, on your profile. I get it. You're supporting a movement. You're, support, you're supporting the rights of others. Support you. Astro symbol. Okay, we might be going down a dangerous rabbit hole. Hogwarts house. Oh, so you still have not aged up quite yet. This is still a primary part of your identity, even though you like are, have aged up quite a bit. And then any further YA book. Um, so, and then the worst of all is a combination of them. If you have... All of these things on your profile, I know there is a good chance that I am not going to be your friend off the bat. I'm going to say something wrong and I am not going to follow you. Because I'm going to say something stupid and they're going to say, well, it's because Mercury is in retrograde and Saturn is up Uranus. That's very good, though. Thank you. The thing is that, like, I always find that interesting because, like, again, I've talked about how I approach people like I'm a puppy. So... I don't really see anyone that I don't want to be friends with. I have never experienced the feeling of not wanting to be friends with someone until... Richard Spencer. Well, you want to be friends with... You, you see him no, on the like, no, oh like, no, obviously not. I'm talking about, like, until someone has done something explicitly bad. Like, people talk sometimes about how they just don't vibe with people or they feel like they just don't get along or it just doesn't work out. And I'm like, I don't understand what that feels like. Because for me, I'm like, oh, I'll be friends with literally anyone. Now, if they start, you know, being a Nazi, mm -hmm. then no, we're probably not going to be friends. I'll say we're definitely not going to be friends. If they do something directly harmful to me, then no, we're not going to be friends. But until until they have done something explicitly wrong, I feel like I've never experienced just being like, oh, we probably won't get along. I just don't know what that feels like. Mm -hmm. But that's it. I think it's just a difference in the way people approach each other. Yeah. Yeah, I um, 
it, it's interesting. Like, I, I mean, I'm pretty amicable with people. Um, as as far as the, really the 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 time that I experience most conflict is in like <laughs> Facebook <laughs> rabbit holes and things like that. Who goes on Facebook anymore? Um, yeah, I mean, it's complicated. Well, Gail's um, <laughs> in my women in business Facebook group, and she's had a great experience there. I so. did. <laughs> More people should join it. Um, but anyway, uh, oh, now I got distracted. I was going on a rabbit hole. Throw but, a penny uh, at Gale. Throw pennies. <laughs> throw pennies at Gale. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> um, but I, I, I don't know. Like I've, I've become super like empathetic and super like, like when people come out with like closed-minded arguments and stuff like that, I'm just like, how did we get here? How did, how did, mm -hmm. can, can you show your work? Can you, can we, can we, like, do you just, like, I, I need to, I need to see how, how we landed to this point. Um, you know, and, um, but I'm also the sort of person who will be like, I, I, my, my equivalent of the, like, passive aggressive, uh, bless your heart is, I wish you growth on your journey. <laughs> Y'all, let's just watch Savvy eat chili real quick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fucking mug. God, the fork, the fork on that mug. It's making me It's making me be a folk singer. Sorry. Like, should I just, should I just drink the chili instead? Would that make you happier? I don't fucking know. This is Dude. Savvy's chili drinking music. <laughs> y'all, chili for breakfast is delicious. I understand why Tim likes this. Tim's a good guru. He knows what he's doing. He's he's trained to be a guru his whole life, and it's worked out. Well, and and Tim was on. I, I unfortunately I don't remember too much of this interview, so I'll have to go back. But he was on Amanda Palmer's podcast, and that did make me go, okay, okay. If you hang out with Amanda Palmer, yeah, okay. <laughs> Although, yeah, uh, yeah, because um, like she's one of my favorite artists, and I do have some notes for her. But uh, but I do <laughs> still have got some notes for. Her. I love that. That's the best. That's, that's along with you saying, I wish you growth on your journey. So it's like, oh, yep, I got yep. some. For Amanda, you. here's your file. Let's talk. Yep. So, Mandy. <laughs> great work. All right, I have some notes. Um, <laughs> I love that. That's hilarious. Yeah. No, those are those are the two ways that I express my dis my discontent and opinions. Is <laughs> got some notes for you. So good job. Just a couple suggestions. <laughs> I have some notes. Throw throw pennies, not shade. If you ever see her, just throw her two pennies. Wait, Liz. Um, let love Liz a suggestion here. Gail should be the show's house band. I kind of oh love God. that. Gail, do you want to be the house band? We have a house band. I already said yes for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What do you need? Uh... <laughs> we, need we need house Just music. Just like every time, every time we're like, oh, man, we need a musical guest. Let's hit up Gail. <laughs> yeah, I could do that. Uh, it's funny. Like, I definitely try to tune into the stream when I can. But like, there was a moment, like there was a couple weeks. I think it was during Gwyneth Paltrow week where I was like, no, that's my writing time. I need to like, I, I need to do Reasonable. my morning routine. Um, <laughs> as you should yeah yeah um but but i love being on here this is this is great <laughs> i think it's cool wait so you you originally found us because you found you found me when you were in your anti-toxic positivity youtube rabbit hole yes is that your crack yeah, i love that you you lost the propaganda war there i'm sorry it's, it's <laughs> like uh, how'd you find each other anti-positivity oh that's a community <laughs> like i don't get me wrong i know, I know that y'all won with the content but i'm talking about the titles yeah no, I just I just find that interesting. Well, because Gail reached out and she's like, 
She's like, I like, she's like, I'm in Chicago and I'm a dog person and I make music in Chicago about dogs. And I'm like, in my mind, I figured we'd probably met in person at some point. I didn't, I think I just, I had assumed, I had assumed that you, we had met each other at like a convention or something. And that's how, <laughs> and that's how you reached out to me. But in reality, it was just, we, it was just like fate that the internet yeah. brought us together. I know, no. <laughs> and like, I remember like going down the YouTube rabbit hole and being like, wait, wait, she's in Chicago. Wait. Do we where what what like I like I was like oh man that's amazing and uh like ch you know I uh, we probably know some of the same people um I mean I I'm hang sure out we do. a lot at like uh, my my friend Liz, my friends Liz and Eileen host uh, Savo Salon at Women and Children First uh, oh cool yeah yeah, yeah that's um, a fun bookstore. I'll yeah. have to go to that when I'm vaccinated. Yeah, when when they have shows again, that'll be great. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's a a, a monthly uh salon open mic thing in at oh, Women awesome. and Children First. Yeah. Where people sing about gender and um sexuality and things. Yeah. So. Um. I hope Dan Locke didn't delete my comment. It was funny. <laughs> Dan yeah, Locke yeah. seems like the type who deletes comments. But it, I wasn't even bad. He oh. was like, what do you want? If you could change one thing about your life, what would it be? And I was like, I wish I were a little bit taller. I wish I were a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. And I hope you didn't delete it because that's funny. That is funny. Oh, <laughs> oh I, should, I, should pull, I should pull the audience. Um, somebody, uh, commented oh, on my, somebody commented on my cat's Instagram offering my cat an influencer spot. And I don't know if it's probably a scam. Depending on how it's phrased, um, I mean, whenever Chewy gets an email like that, it's always I generally ignore them. But I mean, it could be it could be legit. What does it say? You should get him a gym sponsorship. You should you should make Chewy a fitness guru. Oh, Chewy, you want to be a fitness guru? You do. Losing I mean, weight is easy. Just sprint full speed right. for like ninety minutes it a day. Says, what a lovely cat. Hearts, cat emoji. DM our main page. Mentioned in my bio to be our next brand ambassador. Remember to tell them that Gloria referred you. Pause. Heart, heart. Oh, I think it, that's either like an affiliate thing where they could give you like an affiliate code to uh -huh. uh, to like make a commission off each sale. Either that or it's a marketing thing where they're going to be like, if you advertise it, we'll give you a discount on the products, and like then you you don't even get any products for free or anything. Because I no. Chewy gets a lot of those where it'll be like, <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna be an ambassador for our doggy bandana brand? And I'll be like, Chewy loves bandanas. Give me the details. And then it's clear the messages are automated. And I'll be like, Are you a bot? And then they'll just <laughs> be like, DM us for this. And I'll be like, You're a bot. <laughs> So that's yeah. uh, that's how that happens. So well, I would and, say, I mean, yeah. you can reach out if you're interested in learning more, but I think it's probably going to be, it's either going to be an affiliate thing or like a discount for in exchange for promoting them kind of thing. Yeah. Merchie doesn't have time for that. So yeah, <laughs> maybe, but no, I, I, I run my cat's Instagram on Mondays. The, the mm -hmm. joke it's at Merchie Monday. If you follow my cat, <laughs> Let me um, find your cat on Instagram right now. How do you spell your cat's name? M-I-R-C-H-I, -I, and she's Merchie Monday. Merchie Monday. Um, but yeah, so, uh, but the joke is that she can only afford me on Mondays. So on Mondays, I am on my cat's Instagram just like binge posting. And then Wait, what's the handle? Merchie. At, at Merchie Monday. <laughs> I thought that it's showing me that, that this yeah. page isn't available. What? Unless Merchie. I'm spelling it wrong. 
M I R. Oh, I was spelling it wrong. Wait, okay. Hold up. We're all there's your kitty. Okay, hold up. I'm gonna share the kitty so everyone can see this cute kitty (laughs) at Instagram, and then I'm gonna follow. All right, y'all. This kitty. Look at this little kitty. Give that page a follow. (laughs) Look at this little kitty. Look how cute. Oh my goodness. Look at that little face with a little tongue sticking out. That's so cute. Oh my goodness. Yes, everyone follow this kitty. Oh, look at the kitty at the piano. She's going to play music. Yeah, well, that's so this this couch behind me, she will like to sit on that couch and then like the morning light will hit her and just like the because because we do our morning ritual together. I journal mm-hmm. and then she bothers me until I feed her. Uh, but I, I do my morning pages before I feed the cat. Um, but she'll be sitting in like the perfect sunlight on the couch, like maybe next to the cat keyboard or next to like the random instruments I keep there. And it's just hilarious. She's so adorable. I want to scratch her little head. <laughs> oh, what a cutie. Yeah, she's she's the best. Um, she also only wants to sit on uh, blankets. Like, uh-huh. like if, if, if the couch is bare, she will stare at you. Oh, yeah. No, she's, you know, reading. She's up like, okay, I got to show RK this picture. Your cat likes to read Seth Godin. Uh, he and Murchie <laughs> should have a discussion about it because he's always telling me how, how much I should read Seth Godin. Yeah. No, the, pra- the practice is really good. It's 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 more of a um, it's more of a nightstand book. Um, yeah, it's like a, it, it's everything is it, it's like short essays, but I checked it out from the library. So I was like, yes, I'm binging this. Um, but yeah, I like I like his stuff a lot. Um, but yeah, if you if there's a bare couch, she'll stare at you until you put a blanket down for her to sit oh! on. <laughs> That's um, so cute. Yeah, I think we're gonna do a week where we live like Seth Godin. So we'll have to get Murchie on the show <laughs> to talk about her experiences reading his book and her thoughts on it. <laughs> I, I can I can I can represent I can represent her, but then like wander around the house and be like, Mergy! <laughs> as long as we get to see her cute little face and her little paws, that's all that matters. Okay. God, she's uh, so adorable. I love her. Yeah. And there's there's my husband. He's also he's also cool, I guess. Um <laughs> I love how much your cat is posing with the instruments. Oh, oh, uh the that one right there, uh the one with her behind the piano and then my my uh album is or where is it? This one? Yes. That was at my my virtual release party and like Ooh. she wouldn't move. <laughs> and I was like I was like, Mercy, we have five minutes till we go live. What are you doing? <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> well, she wanted to celebrate your album launch with you. I know. Your cat supports sweet. your work. Um, we have because we adopted her at age five. We uh-huh. have created in a uh, elaborate backstory that uh, before she was with us, she was uh, worked in the nightclubs in Berlin um, as a sound engineer. And, of course, she did. And um, and that's the reason. And the reason why she leaves my office whenever I want to record music is because she doesn't want to work for free. That um, makes perfect sense to me. Yep. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, but that's 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 her thing. Um, let's see what else is going on with her. Yeah, like 
she's just a bean. She is just an absolute bean. Um, oh, she's yeah. so cute. I love her. Oh, what a cute kitty. <laughs> so everyone, make sure you're following Merchy Monday on Instagram because that is one adorable kitty right there. Oh my god. Uh, giving her some love. Oh, let me see. I don't. I did. Where did RK go? Did he go to a meeting or something? He disappear. I'm just gonna ask him if he's coming back because otherwise, uh, I'll wrap up the stream myself. Uh, but if he's coming back, then I will will wait for him. <laughs> I'll just ask him real quick. Are you coming back? Oh, I got tea on my piano. This is the tea on my piano song. <laughs> I'm oh, back. I'm back. I'm back. back. Sorry, I was. I didn't know. I was messaging you right now, being like, "Are you coming back?" Yeah, no. Sorry about that. It was a. It was. A, it was a call. I had to just quickly tell them that I'm free in 30 minutes. Perfect. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we just went through Gail's cat's Instagram, and that is one cute cat. So her cat yeah. reads Seth Godin. That's what I was about to <laughs> about to tell you. Dude, her cat. Seth Godin's smart. He's a yeah. He's a Smart man. Yeah, That's I believe well, then I, Gail's cat is now smart too because she read his book, The Practice. Well, sales cat gets more brand deal offers than us, so I'm not. Well, surprised. I was telling her when we do <laughs> Seth Godin week, we got to bring the cat on the show to talk to us about her experiences with the book. Does your cat play piano? Uh, no. Um, I was telling I was telling uh, Savvy we we've made up an elaborate backstory that Merchie was a, a sound engineer in Berlin before we adopted her. And the reason why she leaves my office whenever I sing is because uh, she won't work for free. Um, that makes sense. That, that's better than Logan's backstory. I'm Hi, Chewy. Logan was, because he's afraid of everything, and he has this face that I describe as the sky has teeth. Um, so I'm convinced, <laughs> I'm convinced we rescued him from an LSD lab that, that was testing the health benefits of, like, acid, and he just had one bad trip after another. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, well, so and I, so I read, I read the practice uh, a few uh, months ago. You know, after Murchie was done with it, and um, I really do. Uh, yeah, I really, I like, I like Seth Godin's approach. I like, um, I feel like his stuff sort of blended a lot with like the music coaches uh, that I follow already. So like, but like the whole. Um, but I did appreciate the the idea of just like just just ship ship your work get your you know <laughs> like and like uh, the idea of just like the work is coming out Tuesday because you are putting it out Tuesday like you know and yeah that whole philosophy um, and he's healthy Gary V yeah and like um, morning pages are like I think he was the one that said morning pages are like brushing your teeth oh that's the other thing although the artist way is like. A longer program but like if y'all did it did the artist way at all like that would be that'd be very curious on did you say the amway the artist way got it got the, it uh, we should, is, that, is it like oh is that like a program we should do to, yeah on so, the show yeah yeah so julia julia cameron's the artist way now the actual book is like a is like a 12 is like i think it's like 12 weeks um but but um, the rituals that come with it. It's longer are, than beach body programs. But but um, but it's 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 all about like connecting with your 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 artistic self and um uh, and stuff like that. And but the rituals that come with it, um, which you could probably do on a stream, would be um, the morning pages. So every morning you write as soon as you wake up, you write three pages, stream of consciousness, you know, whatever. Um, and then there's taking yourself on an artist date, 
which is where you take your your inner child out on a date basically you're like um like what do i want to do for my soul like that's your artist date um and then like long walks and stuff like that and then she the, the book goes on about like um unlocking your creativity and synchronicity and stuff like that and she 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 does get um she's just on the woo woo side but she's also like if you're uncomfortable with the word god you can say good orderly direction um <laughs> you know uh and stuff like that we should so. try that well because i feel like we have a few things that are like programs outside of like specific people we live like for a week like we want to try like the three-week beach body program together to review the workouts mm -hmm. we uh but we could also we could do this at one point like if this show is going to go on forever and we at some point are like eh, who else could we follow this week why not just do 12 weeks of this program why not you know we're yeah. all trying new things here. <laughs> but uh but yeah uh and i think she i haven't read her new book but she just released a, a new book as well um uh, uh julia cameron what is her new book where did aaron put my go-to diary um aaron organized yesterday while i was because it was her i'm day not out. organizing oh, until we We're do the condo week then i'll organize until then i'm gonna live in filth i was like the way no, i oh. intended that that was gonna be like my first time finishing a journal and i was like where did it go i have so many <laughs> thoughts in there Oh my goodness. Let me see. Um, Julia, what's your new book? I'm looking at her website now. All good. Uh, yeah. So y'all don't, don't forget to pursue success. Um, stay safe, stay sane, stay sexy. That's all we want to accomplish that's, in this that's, life. That's all we want to accomplish. That's in this our life. entire goal. Yeah. I mean, we, we strongly believe in pretty privilege. If y'all don't go to university, and you go into $50,000 worth of debt to make yourself beautiful, you'll get further in life than an engineering degree. Don't, don't let logic tell you otherwise. There's a musical for you. Someone who, two, best two childhood best friends, one goes on to college, graduates with all of the highest honors, is viewed as a brilliant expert in their field, goes very little, uh, does not go very far in life, the other person invests the same amount of money in plastic surgery, becomes president in a day. I think I think you should write that, dude. Yeah, that's going to be my musical. That's how I get on Broadway. And I'm going to follow the advice. I'm going to give myself incredible plastic surgery. And I'll get on Broadway because I'll just be so hot. Yeah, and my uh, the musical that I want to write is about daylight savings time got drunk during daylight savings time and came up with a brilliant idea that nothing you do during the hour you lose for daylight savings time counts. Oh my so God. what if two people fell in love during daylight savings time, but now they have to pretend it never happened? Oh <laughs> what if God. they died in daylight savings time and they come back with the truth about the afterlife? Oh, dude, but you can't reveal it because the death never <laughs> it, happened. It never Culturally, happened. It's a cultural suppression then of daylight <laughs> savings time. All right, the artist's way. So maybe, oh, dude, we're going to have to try this one of these weeks. We're going to have to try the artist's way. Oh, Cher, please don't take my comment seriously. I swear I'm not actually telling anyone that they should pursue looks over intelligence. Or am I? That could always be a question we ask people when we reach out to them. Do you think it's more important to be attractive or intelligent? Well, we know what they're going to answer, but we don't know what they're going to mean. Right? Well, some people, we should only ask the people that we think will be honest about it. Joseph, why would I have to wax myself? Plenty of people like hair. Yeah. 
Yeah, Joe. Suck it. I'm not trying to attract you. <laughs> You're the wrong one. <laughs> Julia. My, my my friend too, I took the, the artist way uh or I we did an artist way program together and we, we whenever we talk about Julia Cameron, we're like, Julia <laughs> Is that how she talks? No, that's just how we make fun of her. <laughs> <laughs> well Julia would say. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we should definitely try yeah. that. I'm interested. I'm interested. This is like this is just what we just say yes to everything, you know? We're just trying everything. Or Jim Carrey. We're doing the Jim Carrey uh, yes man thing. Until we say no. Joseph, stop hitting on me, man. Come on. I'm missing all the, the stuff happening over on the YouTubes. Joseph, <laughs> jo uh, I, I, Joseph tried to neg me, and I didn't bite, and now he's trying to praise me. I see your pickup artist ways. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to get me in the bed. Yeah, so with that being said, y'all, uh, remember, if you wish for it, it will come true. Um, that's that's my primary takeaway from today. Thanks, Gail. My primary <laughs> takeaway from today is that you all should check out Gail's page on Bandcamp, which is right here. Right here, y'all. Check out her page on Bandcamp. If you liked the song she played for us today, it is going to be releasing on Friday on her Bandcamp page, so you can get it there. Um, you can also put her music in your Instagram story. I learned that today, and I'm going to be doing that for every Instagram story I post for the next couple days because I'm very excited about this. Um, now that I know this, so you can put, you can do that. Uh, definitely, don't forget to follow her there, Gail. I appreciate. I, well, I really appreciate you performing a song for us on the show. This is a first for this show. We've never had anyone perform a song before, and like. I love it. That was like, that was so much fun. And it made me feel like we've made it in this world. So mm. thank you so much for performing a song for us today. Um, and I loved it. I thought it was really important. Um, yeah, y'all tomorrow, we will be back at the same time again to do more living like Tim Ferriss stuff reaching out to celebrities, trying to work only four hours. In the spirit of Tim Ferriss, I'm not going to do any work for the rest of the day. I'm just going to go back to sleep after this because uh, I didn't take any time off this weekend. I worked through the whole weekend. So I was like, I should take a day off. Why not take time off during Tim Ferriss week when you're not supposed to work very much? So I'm going to go to sleep. But we'll be back here tomorrow morning with uh, more Tim Ferriss related things to talk about the four hour work week and what we're doing for that. Um, oh, Gail, we should commission you to write us a theme song. Oh, Share my God. That. Really, <laughs> that is brilliant. Why didn't I think of that? Share. You're so smart. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we will get we will get you to write us a theme song. Absolutely. That sounds oh my God. That'd be great. <laughs> that would be amazing. That's such a good idea. So y'all see you tomorrow morning, same time, same place. Don't forget to support small businesses. Have a great Tuesday and see you tomorrow. Oh, wait, Jordan from Bad Astros here. Hi, Gail. Hi. <laughs> bye, bye, everyone. <laughs>